everyone. I am Lindsay and I am here with Matt and it is just one girl, one podcast today because Allie is doing a show. Yay. Uh, what's the show? Is she doing Love is Blind? Yes. She's doing Love Isn't Blind. Sorry. So sorry. <laughs> yes. So we know the show was probably amazing. And when she gets back, she'll tell us all about it. But right so now. So we can talk. Are we going to talk shit about her for 20 minutes or what? Um, what do you think? You know what? The thing about Allie that I hate the most. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, she's a delight. We couldn't even talk shit about her if we wanted to. It's true. Yeah, things are good. I just got back from my very first ever visit to Portland. But Oregon. it's Oregon, yes. not Maine. Thank I've been to much. Portland, Maine before, actually. Yes. But mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be my first ever visit. But yeah, mm-hmm. I went to Portland, Oregon. Never been to the state of Oregon before. And let me tell you, it's beautiful. I Sounds see why lovely. white people wanted to keep it to themselves. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was founded to be like a fully white state. Like... Uh, I mean, weren't all the states founded in that way? No, girl. They just, they didn't want anyone else there. It was Mm -hmm. crazy. I'm like, you know that Native Americans there were there before you. So like, Uh, what are you going to do about that? But But yeah. It has become, I I, I don't know about the whole state, but Portland seems to have become a haven for uh, progressive and arts-minded communities. Is that still the case or not really? Is it all gentrified now? Uh, I think it is changing, like in a gentrified way, but it still seems very cool and cute. And literally every single day I would leave my friend's apartment and walk down the street to like a different vintage resale store. Nice. (laughs) Yes. It was so crazy. I got so many amazing finds and I literally had to call a friend to help me not spend more money. She was like, don't buy records to try to transport back via plane. What's wrong with you? Yeah, that's a lot of stuff to bring back. So what did you get? Because we, my wife especially, as I may have mentioned, but we also together tend to frequent these types of places, especially the thrifty places where it's like, here's a pile of junk. And then she can find something very cool and then either resell oh it gosh. or Y'all need to go to wall. Portland with empty luggages. That's, I think, you know, it's <laughs> it's on the wish list for sure. So what what are you seeking And what did you get? I mean, I need nothing. So I just go in there with an open mind. Nobody needs anything. (laughs) But what what are you, what tickles your vintage fancy? Is it records? Is it housewares? Is it electronics? Like what what are you looking for? I mean, I love records. I also like vintage Mm t-shirts and sweatshirts, especially. I also really love Hawaiian shirts. That's like (laughs) what I'm looking for. (laughs) I'm going in there. I'm trying to find a cool Hawaiian shirt. And I think I found one Hawaiian shirt, but I ended up finding so many really cool sweaters. I like, did I tell you about my Portland trip at all yet? Only a teeny bit because I think the you were still there the I last to? time we. No, I don't think. I don't think the concert. Okay, I uh, feel like you were there last time we, rec- oh, yeah. we got on the mic. So yeah. you're, it was maybe like early in the trip. Yeah. Well, I I like I met a musician in the airport and <laughs> went to <laughs> his secret show. Wow. Um, that same week, which was really and was cool. Was this kind of like? He's carrying a, t- a guitar and you're like, hey, what do you, what's your thing? And I then mean, you got Matt, to talking. I'm How did weirder it work? than that. So obviously he was playing a mandolin in the baggage yes. claim. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, wait, oh wait, he's just standing there playing. 
Yeah, like waiting Got for it. the rest of his luggage. He started Got playing it. the mandolin. I was like, cool. what? This is amazing. Okay. Um, hi, why are you playing a mandolin in the airport? And he's like, oh, mm-hmm. uh, I'm here on tour with my band and we have a secret show outside of mm-hmm. Portland on Friday. And he was like, yeah, it's kind of a private gig, but we could just be old friends. <laughs> and so... I, I went over to this concert that was a little bit outside of Portland, like 20 minutes. Another funny thing about Portland is if something is between 10 and 30 minutes away, it's super far. Mm. But if it's an hour to four hours away, it's really close. (laughs) This is like people saying what is what and you're like, "Mm -mm." yeah, people are like, oh my gosh, you drove 30 minutes to that concert. That's so far. I would never do that. And then in the same (laughs) breath, they'll be like, well, tomorrow we're going to go on this hike. It's really close. It's only like two and a half hours away. Well, okay. (laughs) This is in proportion to the task that you're doing, meaning, hey, I'm going to go and hike for the whole afternoon. Yeah, I'll drive an hour to do that. Hey, I'm going to pick up bread uh, 10 minutes away. Oh, that's a long way for bread. (laughs) Okay, but let's say you're going to a concert that's going to be like two hours long. That's fair. And you're driving 30 minutes. Two hours long. Who'd you meet it there? Bruce Springsteen? (laughs) No, they did like two long sets. It was really nice. It was beautiful. So is this sort of a country bluegrass rock pop something or other with the mandolin? What's going on? I love mandolin, by the way. It was it was delightful. It was a two it's a two person band called Handmade Moments. Okay. And it's Joel and Anna and they play myriad, they had play a wide variety of instruments throughout the whole mm-hmm. show. Okay. So um, Anna's picking up the bass clarinet. <laughs> so she played that on two songs. <laughs> they played the stand-up bass. Both of them played the stand-up bass on various songs. They started off, Joel was playing the sousaphone. Are, they both mm, play the guitar. Okay, but who is there, are these songs that are sung or are they yes. instrumental? They're singing and playing these instruments at the same time. Like uh, she played clarinet? the bass clarinet, like people play the saxophone, that. like she's playing yeah, okay. and then she yeah, sings. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, I, it's so much more charming than it could sound. It sounds mm-hmm. like a bunch of band geeks got together, but really yeah. it's, it's so, it's, it's really fun. They're and really is this great. original music? Is yeah. this covers? Yeah. Wow. Okay. And covers. Hours? They started yeah, off yeah, with in, Bill yeah. Withers, grandma's hands okay. and, uh, like went from there, but they have That's so fun. many different styles of, of songs and the genre, like themes that they explore in their music. So it's, it's fun. It's cool. What's going on with the secret show? Like who is there? It's just their friends and family. Are they from Portland? Like, what is that? They're not from Portland. They're from New Orleans or they're from Arkansas, but they, they're based in New Orleans. And this, um, this couple owns a house that they have outfitted like the living room to be a stage. So it's got lights, <laughs> it's got a soundboard and uh, you know Do they live there or this they has live been there. transformed? Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's a no, residential... it's just like it's just like instead of having a dining room table in the living mm-hmm. room, they mm-hmm. have a stage. And then bands <laughs> that come through are like, yeah, we got to play uh yeah, Joel's we got we got to do a secret show at this is. house. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. That's exactly okay. what it is. Get it. Because he was, I think the the husband in the couple was is like huge in the Portland music scene. Yeah, and yeah. then because driving thirty minutes is so far, he so was like, far. 
you know, I'll just have the bands come out here to where I live. <laughs> you can come to my house. You want to play a show in Portland, you come yeah, to my house. Exactly. So that was like a cool experience. Another really cool thing that I got to do in Portland, which only happens in the month of September, there is um, a very small blackbird called a swift. Do you know hmm. about the swifts? I don't know. Okay. No. This so, is a creature. This is an a, animal. It's a, a tiny little bird. Okay. It's so small um, that during the day, they never stop flying. They like physically cannot perch, you know, sort of like what people say about hummingbirds, which is not true because hummingbirds can actually land mm. and perch. But mm -hmm. these birds are like too heavy to perch on small branches, but their feet are like too small to perch on larger branches. I don't really even what? know how it works, but they literally, they literally fly all day long. And then at night they sleep sort of like bats do like by hanging hmm. upside down oh, in like wow. hollowed out trees and things. And they're so small that they fly in like hordes of thousands there's like mm. thousands of them and at some point in like the middle of the last century they started stopping in this chimney of this elementary school in portland <laughs> as their <laughs> midway point when they're flying south wow. for the winter uh -huh. so they're going from canada to mexico huh, and right. they stop in portland in <laughs> the in the chimney of this elementary school so i think in the early 80s uh, the Audubon Society of Oregon like petitioned to have a bunch of people come together, organizations mm -hmm. come together to retrofit the school so that it didn't mm -hmm. use the chimney for heat. Right. Yep. They could. Right. Yeah. So mm -hmm. because it's in September when it's not quite cold in Portland mm -hmm. yet. So it wasn't like such a huge problem, but just in case they decided to yeah. do this. Yeah. And so these Swifts and literally the city of Portland comes out every single night in September to watch this crazy phenomenon of the Swifts coming in for the night. So at sunset, thousands and thousands of these tiny birds fill the sky above this elementary school, like preparing to go into the chimney for the night to sleep. How are they all fitting in? You know what I mean? I mean, like, they're that's like so a, small. They're it's small. I guess, I, I guess I'm And the chimney is enormous. <laughs> that's what I was thinking of. Like, like, you think of a chimney on a house is no. like, not that big, but like for a, a school or a, yeah. or a building, apartment yeah. building or something. It's, it's got to be like at least 10 feet, you know? So it's a, it's a substantial size for a chimney such that like, like up upwards of like 10,000 birds a night sleep there more than that maybe and that's unreal the sky and like that alone but then the, the when you hear about animals doing things like yep every year for a century <laughs> they they remember like generationally they remember this one spot it's like that's exactly what how? i was wondering i was like how do they do it but i think swifts live maybe for multiple years. So it's not like, sure. um, they don't have a short lifespan. So you, they kind of like pass. Yeah. It's like pass down knowledge. But so, that is amazing mm -hmm. that animals without language could pass down. Not like that is an yeah. evolutionary, uh, amazing thing. I, yeah. I don't know how else to describe it. It's, the, it's cruel. The, pl the planet is wild. I love it. Mm -hmm. Mother nature. She's wild. And 
it was so cool. And like when the birds, so they swarm the sky and literally they, they create this huge black cloud above yeah. everyone watching on this gorgeous yeah. lawn in like front locusts. of this old like you school. Would, if, I, if I did not know what this was, I would be like, oh shit, the, the cicadas, the yeah. you know, whatever, it's, the, it's, the bats are here. It's whatever. an omen. Yeah. It's a- <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so they literally, they black out the sky. And then when they start going into the chimney, People start cheering. They're like, yay. And then they make kind of like a cyclone. They're like swarming around and they go in. I need to find a video of this now. I I gotta look this up. It's so cool. And the night that we went, there was also a hawk that came and stole one of the swifts. I was like, that is smart. He's smart. It's like a cloud (laughs) of tiny birds and then a predator bird going bloop. Thank you very much. It's like it's like a dolphin or plucking one fish fish. out of a school. Yeah. Yeah. It was wild. So I mean, I don't know. It was just very, very cool and interesting and something that I would never even have thought about. Did you know to go here from a tour book or did someone local say, come on over, we got to do this? Oh, I I basically joined my friend's family for the week. And so my friends, Devin and Ian, have a a two and a half year old son, Wally. Mm. And mm-hmm. so I, they were like, Oh, we could go see the Swifts. And I was like, what is that? <laughs> a bunch of Taylor Swift fans. Like what's going on? And I don't need to do that. And they're like, no, 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 no. It's a bunch of birds. And I was like, Oh my God, Oregon is so weird. Let's absolutely do that. And so we go literally like hundreds of people are sitting on this lawn watching these birds what's like a TV the show. Thing ever? I it's love so that. cool. Did they? Okay. Okay. More questions. Yes, yes, yes. This I asked is a, a lot of these questions as well. This so. is a focal point of the community and clearly lots of people gathering. So like like on at these times, on these days, you know that hundreds, if not thousands of people are going to be in a spot. So are there like fucking food trucks and music and rides for the kids? Or is it just like, no, let's keep it chill. Let's no, keep it non-commercial. Matt, it's Portland, dude. That's they, what I'm, at. I'm wondering. Everybody how brings their own this? little blanket. They mm-hmm. bring their own snacks. Mm-hmm. Nobody's out there trying to hawk their wares. It's no really bouncy just, castles. No, no the Ferris only, wheels. The only table set up is the Oregon Audubon Society yeah, to explain to you what well, well, here's you're watching. what's going on. Hey, drop us a <laughs> throw a quarter in the jar to you know for for fundraising. Exactly. Whatever. Exactly. That's it. it. That's it. Exactly. What a great thing. It was so amazing. And I'm so grateful that my friends like even thought to suggest it. And it was so fun. And my my friend's son is so hilarious and adorable. <laughs> two and a half is pretty yeah. Pretty fu- is a pretty He's fun the time. most verbal two and a half year old boy mm, I've that's ever. That's really fun met. when they're when they're chatting. Yeah. yeah. He likes to explain things to you. <laughs> he likes to tell you exactly what's going on. He like narrates his little day. <laughs> it's so funny and cute. Very fun and cute. And I got to go to kids soccer practice. Let mm-hmm. me tell you, two-year-olds mm-hmm. playing soccer is very funny. It's just a clump of bodies yeah. around a ball. Yeah. They, that's, they that's organize the it where it's like, okay, run like you're an animal, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> so and every kid gets their own ball because yes. we were trying yes. to explain to Wally that, you know, he might have to share the ball. And he was very upset about that. Like, no, that's not how soccer works. Yeah, Everyone the, picks their own. <laughs> but the people that run baby soccer they know every kid needs their own ball for sure so (laughs) that's how we do it here we both our kids did all that stuff really yeah Yeah. that's so fun do they still play any sports 
Yes, uh, lacrosse, lacrosse and soccer for the most part these days. Yeah. But it, 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 it's funny that it, that it, it, everywhere around the country, it's like, yep, the little kickers start out with everyone's just doing their own ball, and then as the kids get older, it's kind of you kind of group them into scrimmage teams and turn yeah. your jersey inside out, and now you're on the green team. You know, exactly, uh, exactly. That's what, that's what my son's doing anyway. Oh, I love that. Well, yeah, no, I also did all of the other Portland things. So I, I went vintage shopping. Oh, I wore an yeah, entirely so what, new what outfit to the secret show. I got a new dress. I got <laughs> Timberlands for $30. I got um, a new hat and I wore that to <laughs> the secret show, which was delightful. Here's my question. And I do not mean to yuck your yum, Uh-oh. but... For as many old vintage reused things that we have in our home, clothes are not on the agenda, are not on the docket for me. Definitely, and Lauren doesn't buy them either because, because I of just scabies. I I cannot get over the skeeve factor. Like I I recall very specifically being in a vintage store one time, being like oh, this blazer is so good and it's my size i love it and i like opened it up and there were like pit stains in it i was like i ran out of the store you know what i mean and that's just a hang up for me like i understand people you can wash them and make them make them (laughs) new again but there is not enough washing that could could work out for me personally but i don't know how you feel about that i i just wash it and go on with my life which is you you are Correct. And but if it has God stains, I usually don't get it. You know what I mean? Good. It's like there's yeah. a level of <laughs> right. new and old, right? Like an exactly. old sweatshirt, maybe like faded and stuff. Right. I could do an old t shirt with pit stains. That's a no yeah. thank you from sure. the judges. Exactly. <laughs> um, but like the dress and the hat and the shoe. Well, the shoes yeah, actually hats, didn't sure. have their original tag i don't think but like a lot of the things have their original tags yeah if you're scoring uh barely used things yeah that's, that's a win. but i did get this full denim jumpsuit did not have its original tags but man it fit me like it was made for me except that it was literally like two feet too long but it that's, was that's so cool yeah so but, i did so, get that So records and clothes but then is there anything that you're in a store where it's like oh this lamp would be so cool on my desk is there anything like that or not or you're not really into that i got a uh a peanuts branded uno deck Great. that came in a tin Amazing. so yep. that was very cool yes i like pins like Mm -hmm. brooches and stuff like that and and all kinds of pins but like enamel pins brooches Mm -hmm. things that go on like your coat jewelry but specific to this sort of pin lapel situation yeah i dig that i'm really Mm -hmm. into that so that's probably Mm -hmm. what i look for yeah pins pins and brooches they don't take up too much space they they you can find special things that are either very old or very cool looking or yeah. wow it's, it's so retro but it's mode it looks really you know yeah. things that are old but then they feel fresh because exactly. you're throwing them on a cool blazer or whatever exactly yeah, I like, I like exactly that. so yeah that was that was oh and i forgot i did the most portland thing which is hike into a waterfall hello hike into a waterfall well hiking to a waterfall to a waterfall yeah did you but check i did behind- walk behind one well i was that was my question yeah. you have to walk behind it was there treasure there you know there wasn't it was just a lot of rocks and dirt <sighs> well, unfortunately the yep. the leprechauns are lying but it's okay well, I guess if they're I've talking about anything rainbows. from video games, it's that there better be a treasure behind the water. If I can go <laughs> behind the waterfall, there better fucking be treasure back there. 
Well, Otherwise, it's crazy. There's doing? this area in the gorge. Everybody calls it the gorge, the gorge. and the Columbia River Gorge. Nice. <laughs> and there's a section of it called the Waterfall Corridor, where there are like five or six waterfalls that you can drive to in a 30 minute range so you can that hike to each of them yeah spectacular it was that, gorgeous that's my dream hike i'm a i just who doesn't love waterfalls but it is that that sound and feeling yeah you know getting close to one is is something that i love so i'm into that it very was much so. so beautiful and yeah and then you you drive to one you hike for a mile and then you've seen the waterfall yep. you go back to your Perfect. car you I drive to the next one you hike for a mile Amazing. it's like but could you like park in the middle and go to all is that a thing people do go to all of them without getting back in the car um you can but then it's a lot longer it's a lot more yeah it's a lot longer yeah. i think i think it's something like a the drive itself is probably like six miles and that's like straight sure through yeah. i don't know it's probably more i'm not great with that kind of stuff <laughs> but this is it's a perfect plan i love it yeah, it was so amazing. I also went to a trivia night one night with my mm -hmm. friends. Mm -hmm. uh, so I have some dodgeball friends that moved from LA up to Oregon. Mm -hmm. And so I went to trivia and waterfall with them when Perfect. I wasn't with my, my family friends, the friends that are a family. You are back home now? And now I am back in LA. I did it. But next week I'm going to the East Coast for three weeks, Matt. Shit. I know. It's so Hopefully exciting. You're ready to I'm doing my show in New stuff? York. So if any yes, listeners, you're it back. yeah, if any listeners are going to be in New York, October 13th, 16th, and 18th, I'm doing my show, Letters to the Boys I've Never Kissed, at Under St. Mark's in yes, New York City. Same venue it was last time. Yeah. Great venue. Yeah. Very hard to find. But when you <laughs> I'm going to bring a is, bigger sign, <laughs> you just pop down there and it's it's delightful. It's a, and it's a great show. Yeah. I have a great time. I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. And it's going to be so much fun. So um, tell your friends, tell anyone you know in New York City to to come. <laughs> yeah. I might tell a few people, actually. Yeah. If you know uh, if they're people. back online after, uh, you know, a couple friends that I know are very avid theater goers. Like they will oh. go to, like they don't care what it is. They will just say, hey, ticket, are these tickets cheap? Great. Yes. Buy the go and we'll go. But they These were, tickets they are cheap. Tell them to come. Were, they are yes. fifteen dollars, y'all. Fifteen bucks. Yeah, I, I might mention it to them. But then, then COVID was. They were very rightfully very uh, cautious and conservative. They have a yeah. young daughter. Um, They're not so trying they, to. So it's, get uh, it's Ill. you know it just uh, like everyone's COVID experience sucked. But it was like for them, it's like they live and breathe New York City arts and theater. And then they were like trapped with a newborn and couldn't do anything that they loved. And I was Man. like, fuck, that's I just. You should move out. You should get out of New York because it sucks because you can't do anything. Yeah. And they're like, no, we're going to, mm. so we're going to hold on. And so hopefully they're, they're back online with, uh, with yeah. that sort of stuff. We're getting closer to COVID being more like the regular flu. Yeah. We're getting closer to that. It's right, just more right. contagious, but, but, um, not as dangerous as it was. So. Right if everyone is or if enough people do get vaccinated and boosted and whatever you know I, we're yeah. we're actually waiting for the next shoe to drop on the, the guidance for the next vaccine which would apply to our kids and so, so yeah we called our pediatrician to schedule flu shots and we're like we're like what about the next they're like we don't know we just need to find <laughs> out when it's happened okay i was like okay i think Great. the guidance came out this this week or maybe, last okay, week maybe so, very recently yeah. yeah i think it's approved for i th at least 12 and over but i think maybe okay. even younger 
but yeah. I think yeah, we'll, we'll take. A yeah, look. I haven't gotten mine yet. I'm I'm planning to get it on Monday before mm-hmm. my big trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Very How's your good. fall going, Matt? Are you getting into the holiday spirit? And by holiday spirit, I mean Halloween. The spoopy spirit? Um, yeah. No, uh, we have not had time to do that because uh, yesterday was uh, my wife and my 16th wedding anniversary. Oh my gosh, brag about it. And we spent it uh, vacuuming up water from our basement because... Oh uh, no, for those, of the hurricane. Yeah, for those for anyone listening who's in the Northeast, uh, it we, no, I don't believe that the tri-state area got hit with the whatever the I don't even know the hurricane tropical storm something something lots of rain something something but it has been raining pretty much for like a week and a half and then yesterday uh it was so so torrential and I've been getting over a cold. I've been wrapping up work. We we were not recording uh, on that day. So I kind of like stepped away from my computer in the morning. Kids were at school. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to wrap up stuff and check a few emails. And then I'm going to take a chill day. I'm going to go down to the basement to like kind of put some stuff away. We have recently redone, repainted, refloored the basement. And so we had moved everything. We put everything back. I'm just going to putter around and put on some podcasts and pack it up. I get down there. And there is water, like, across two parts of the floor. And I'm like, what the fuck? If I had not gone down there at that time, it would have been far worse. And the short version is, there was so much rain. And the we were frantically going, sucking up water in the house, moving shit in the house, and then going outside to see what the fuck, where is it coming from? And the short version is that the there was so much rain on the roof that it was going down in the gutter, and the gutters were doing right their job. But the gutter was it was flowing this literal river of water down into the front landscaping. So like gutters doing what it does, but because you know, sorry, this is the long version. <laughs> the gas company for the last many weeks has been digging up the gas lines on our street and then going door to door being like, hey, we got to move your meter to a new location to hook up the new gas and we're going to move your meter here. And I was like, great, we're getting it out of the house. They're they're hiding it in landscaping. But they dug up the entire, not the entire, a big trench in the front lawn. And that's where the water was coming in. And they patched it up. But what what we saw because of all the rain was that like they didn't fill it in. They just kind of like threw some dirt and then left. And it became... A, like a not a real hole. sinkhole, a but it became a, 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 a mini sinkhole. And so you have a river of water coming off the roof that's like right into the thing. And then because of the way the landscaping is, it rolled back oh. into the sinkhole and then was just like into the basement. Like we do not have flooding. We do not have that issue despite Normally. living coastally. It is our street did not flood. Like we live in a very good spot. But when you dig a fucking hole and then pipe (laughs) a hose into it, which is what happened here, it it was gushing into our house. Oh, my gosh. What a nightmare. So it was look. Can you sue the gas company? I'm going to contact them and say because neighbors down the street, they did theirs. And the guy was like, I think you have a gas leak. And they were like, what? And so they call a plumber 
And the plumber is like, well, I I will check for the gas leak, but it's a $1,500 test. <gasps> and, they're, and they're like, we have to test. And the, and the plumber did. He's like, there's no leak. Oh, my God. And so they she, she called uh, the gas company and then got a check from them for $1,500. Oh. So point is. Oh, good. We are doing, we are doing, we are going to contact them and figure that out exactly as you said. Good. Um, so, yeah. So, we have been, <laughs> the short answer is, we have been pushing all our bullshit around the gar- <sighs> the uh, the basement for, you know, and sweeping up water and sucking up water and. Home ownership, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. But it's frustrating because it's like, this didn't need to happen. This could have <laughs> not happened. This could have been not a headache that we had. Like if our road, if our street was like underwater and everyone everywhere was flooded, then it would like be like, you know, that's like an act of God. But this was like, oh, if this fucking pipe and this hole was in, not in the same yeah. place, we, we would have been okay. This so, was incompetence. <laughs> no, da- no, da- no serious damage, just a lot of craziness yeah. yesterday. So yeah. in, a, in a world where many people had a lot, live, of, had true a lot damage, of flooding yeah, and damage yeah. we are very fortunate but also as my wife has pointed out and we've been talking about it, it's like uh if i had not gone downstairs to like chill it could have been really bad i could it could have been two three five hours later and i could have gone in i could have walked into a swimming pool instead of a puddle yeah and so yeah. you gotta have a little gratitude i suppose yeah good look at matt's intuition y'all just saving his house <laughs> just trying to just trying to get by okay that's it you know what i was wondering back back to vintage shopping yes please <laughs> i i do really like to look for records there were some really mm-hmm. good ones at one of the stores there was like oh also portland is a huge food place for anyone who cares about food like mm-hmm. they're really into it there but mm-hmm. um there Everyone was food there it's weird yeah no they're like Oh, this is a really good pizza spot. Or these are some really good blah, 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 blahs. And you're like, oh, okay. They're just like, everybody's suggestions are of food. And I'm like, how yeah. many meals are y'all thinking I'm going to eat today? Uh, I get it. I get it. But um, there, I found like some M83 records and some like cool indie, I guess, mainstream indie records mm. that are usually very expensive mm-hmm. for good prices. And I just, you know, I, I have Spotify, so I need to like relax on buying yeah, a bunch well, of so records. So that was my next question. What is the purpose of this? Because I appreciate this album cover is so gorgeous and I love this band. So I'm going to put it on a shelf or put it in a frame. Like I dig that. Do I want to take a record out and put it on a record player and play it? <laughs> Absolutely fucking not. See, I like doing that. I think yeah, that's I fun. get it. I think but that's it's fun. not yet. That's what I was wondering yeah. if if you like to play them yeah. or you're but what displaying do you, them. What do you like to buy? What do you and your wife buy? Stuff for the house? She's v- extremely knowledgeable about um, vintage housewares. So cups, bowls, um, things that you'd find in kitchens and dining rooms, but from the 40s, 50s, and 60s, she can look at a pile of trash and be like, that little teacup is worth $45 on eBay. And she'll go, bing, thank you very much. And so wow. that's her passion. And it gets us into trouble because if she she will go and bring home a treasure trove, but then when we are busy people, so then that stuff piles up in your basement. <laughs> and just and then your basement there. floods you and then you have it. to fucking push it all, move it around to get <laughs> get out of the way. So we're we've been on a selling spree where she'll take a bunch of pictures, post them online. Every literally every day we have two to three packages going out of our house because she's 
flip in oh. all this this great stuff. So, Look at so your that little... is her jam. And I'm always keeping an eye out for like musical instruments, re- retro electronics or whatever, old video game. Like if I, if I can find like PC video games in their boxes that I loved as a kid, like that that is a, dream. a little collect. If if it's a, if it has an emotional connection for me, <laughs> I like to snatch those things okay, up. Okay, what's your white whale of a uh, uh, PC game? That's a really good question. I mean, for me, that's it, it's they're not super valuable because mostly you can just go to eBay and find the complete boxes. But if I were in a store, they they're they very rare. You always find Atari and Nintendo cartridges like laying around in a pile, and those are cute to throw on a shelf, but. Um, there was a company, uh, back in the day called Sierra online, which is, uh, they made adventure games, King's quest, space quest. Um, and these are very important video games for their time and games that I grew up playing. So if, if there was a box that had the discs and the manuals and the art in there and it was all intact that I would absolutely snatch any of those little, those, those, but they're, they are rare cause they got beat up and thrown away, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, here we go. We're all going to go to Portland. Your wife's going to find, I don't she know. I didn't see it. a lot of housewares, you know, cause I don't look mm-hmm. at that. I'm if like, you're not, if you're not looking for it, you don't, you don't know it. You, you don't, don't know, know where sun. to look. You don't there, know there, there's always at least one shelf, you know, of like mm-hmm. plates and cups and glasses. Yeah. I saw like this vintage Mickey mouse, Walt Disney world mug, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it was $20. And I was like, right. Meh. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of glasses that are like 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 what you found with similar but like hey, this is like a Charles Schultz peanuts mug that was given out know, at McDonald's part of a or burger. something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah those and are fun. now we remember it, but no one has it anymore because mom threw it away. And then she she can identify those and find out which ones are cute and valuable. And, you know, like Star Wars mugs from the seven, you know, late 70s, you know, when that merch was ramping up. And oh, it's like, yeah, yeah. All that. We have a bunch of that stuff. It's it's fun. It's fun until it overflows and takes over your life, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's fun until it's too much. <laughs> are those shops in Portland? Well, I mean, I'm sure it varies, but... The key is you go to a, a Goodwill and you just rummage through piles of crap to find something valuable. But if you go to a vintage store, those are curated where the people understand they have the internet, they look up what the value is, and then they price it accordingly. And then you're not really getting a deal. You're just finding, you're like walking through a museum where you can also buy museum <laughs> things, you know? Yeah, yeah, Exactly. It's just like, okay, that's the price. Both are fun. Yeah, both one are is, fun. One is where you score deals and one is where you just kind of walk around. Yeah. And and both were great. There was this really mm-hmm. hilarious um, shirt that had the Hanson's brothers, Hanson brothers on it, <laughs> but it said Nirvana. And it was hilarious <laughs> and amazing. And I totally that's wanted to buy it, troll. but it was like $30. And I was like, no, thank you. You know what? I don't remember why this came up on something I was listening to, but some podcast was talking about Gumby. And oh. I was like, I I want a Gumby t-shirt or I want a Gumby poster. Like I don't I was just like, yeah, let's get some Gumby stuff. I don't know why. I was just into it. <laughs> I love that. I, I used to really like Gumby too. And his little horse. What was his horse's name? Pokey, right? But, yeah. But I think if you if you were to turn on Gumby on a YouTube video right now, you'd be like, 
this guy, whoever made this is t- completely on acid right now. You know what I mean? It's compl- it is totally weird and psychedelic. If, if, if you looking oh, back, most, most cartoons, children's media, uh, it, they almost all are unhinged. Yes. And yeah, what is, what is up with that? Yeah. It's so wild. Like, I mean, I still am a, a, a gummy bears stan yes. and they were straight up drinking cocaine or something. Right. They would like drink get, their little gummy their berry powers. juice. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they would like bounce all over the room. <laughs> gummy, the gummy bears theme song. Bouncing here and there and everywhere. The High best. adventure. They're beyond compare. They are the gummy bears. Yeah. What, I love it. That she, she just laid it out for you. Yeah. It's the best theme song perhaps the best song ever written (laughs) because it's an amazing melody it's instantly catchy it's got a great hook it's short because it's the introduction to a show but it explains everything you need to know about the show in a killer pop song that is memory that you can still sing today 30 years later it's so true any other song that's like that i mean it's very rare especially because it wasn't pervasive like i don't think right you know yes it wasn't i mean it was probably a hit for its time but it's not like charlie brown or yeah. Mickey mouse right yeah so you know i i just think it was great but all of the the nickelodeon live action tv shows had very catchy songs too like many hey dude sh- shows, and salute yes, your shorts many sh- many shows for but they kids don't and explain have, the show as well but they well. are not lyrically complex the way the gummy bears yeah. theme song is it's, and I, I think, think it's, it's a, you know the only thing that could possibly rival the gummy bears theme song go on fresh prince of bel-air it does yes, the same I thing i fully agree yes you know? fully agree very good i mean and no disrespect to rap as a genre but it's not as melodic it's got a great hook and it's got a great beat but it is not melodic in the way that the gummy bears the yeah. gummy bears is like a show tune it's like triumphant in its yeah. melodic hooks and it has um, like I agree changes in the you know Four changes it has a modulation yeah it's a fucking yeah kids show theme <laughs> song that has a modulation at the end it's amazing yeah it's very fun i'm gonna play it i'm gonna play it on the end of this <laughs> recording so everyone can, can know hear, the truth. Can know yeah. the truth. Thank you very but much. But, you know, all of the TGI Friday sh- shows, yes. they they really did a good job, too. Like Family Matters, no Step by Step, they were really explaining it. But they are thematic and they are oh, emotional. Oh, you know who's going to come for us? Yeah. Golden Girl Stands. That song, that song is better no, than uh, every here's other song. What, here's what I'm saying. I do want to split hairs. Okay. Uh, these songs are excellent. They are great songs, but many of them are, they just sort of have a theme or an emotional, like... They're not telling the story. They are not describing exactly what happens in the show. They are um, They are uh, conceptual. They're not yeah. uh, d- literal. Yes. And that's great. They're but still the good, gummy yeah. bears theme. Come on. You're right. You know what? Here we go. It's gummy bears, then fresh prints, then everything mm-hmm. else. You are this is one hundred percent the stack rank. I fully agree. <laughs> well, we did it. We we've solved all we've the solved important music. issues. You're welcome. <laughs> we have solved music. <laughs> yeah, tell that do, you uh mandolin duo to do the gummy bear song. <laughs> oh you my know? gosh. You know, they get might be able together. to do it. I, I believe in them. <laughs> I believe in them. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to get out of here. But when I publish this, I will put the Gummy Bears theme song for any of the uninitiated. And guess what? This isn't YouTube. 
this isn't uh, Facebook. Like we can put whatever music we want. Great. I love that for us. No, no copyright infringements. Uh, you know, I'm sure legally we can't, but yeah. I'm going to do it. Oh, there's something else that I did that's mm-hmm. uh, spooky season appropriate. Yes, go there on. There is an immersive experience at the Los Angeles Theater in downtown LA called the Angel of Light. And it's okay. like a an extended walkthrough haunted house where like in the middle of it, you can buy a drink and then, but it's so crazy. And the actors are so committed. That's cool. I'm so easily spooked. And (laughs) they, because it's this sort of immersive experience that you've purchased and it's not like the, yes, it's not just come around and walk through a, you know, they can get super close to you. They're not like trying to touch you, but like they can get really close to you. And I went at 1135 last night (laughs) PM, which is like the last like showing. And since there weren't that many people there at one point, me and my friend were like sitting down and there was no one sitting around us. And so the, the scary characters come and sit right next to us. Right. (laughs) And it was great. And one time I told my friend, I was like, I can feel that they're close to me and Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I can't save you, but I'm very scared. And the, the masked character like (laughs) laughed just a little bit. (laughs) That's And I was like, got him. <laughs> That's, but, but this is like an immersive theatrical experience, a yes. show, almost like a show as opposed to yes. just, Hey, come, come to this farm and we're going to jump out at you or something. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. And there, you can wander around. There's like in installations in the bathroom and yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's set crazy. design, basically. It's yeah. lots of set design. So in, much set I'm design. And there are... I'm, really, I'm not much of a Halloween person, but I, I really appreciate what you're describing. Yeah. I, 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 there, There's I a full-on sure dance number here. at yeah. one point. It's like wild. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it's funny to see what kids are into that. Our kids are not into scare. They're not into being scared mm-hmm. at all. Neither are their parents. But you, there are. <laughs> we know other kids in the neighborhood who are like, I go on roller coasters and I love haunted houses. And I'm like, you're seven. Like, what? How are you? How? <laughs> what? Yeah, I like. I graduated too scary. I always liked to mm-hmm. spooky. Like, mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. like ghosts and I like witches yeah. and I would read Goosebumps and Goosebumps. eventually R.L. Stein, you know, Fear Street. Like, I and Stephen King, you know, I read Nightmares and Dreamscapes before going to bed every night, like in the ninth grade. And man, was that bad for my sleep. That was a bad choice <laughs> on my part. It was ridiculous, but I couldn't I never... stop. I was addicted to it. Do you remember? Well, two things. One, I don't want to, I'm sorry to flex and I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry if this makes you feel, you know, a little, Some kind of way. but <laughs> I... I have exchanged email with R.L. Stein. <gasps> I don't remember what we were pitching him. It was oh, we were pitching him something for a, some cool video we were doing, and it didn't. He was down, but it didn't pan out, or we couldn't align the other part. I don't remember what it was, but I remember turning to the you know to the desk next to me. I'm like, I'm emailing R.L. Stein. Right <laughs> <now."> <laughs> you Can know. you get him for the show? Yeah, we okay. need him. I, mean, I, I you know I save everything digitally, so okay. somewhere somehow there is a there is a. Uh, an outlook. We got to figure out a way to make that work (laughs) for our show. (laughs) Separately then unrelated, but do you remember the book, um, scary stories to To tell tell in the the dark? dark? Duh. 
there are three volumes. That was mine. Three. Those were the ones that I was very interested in. The pictures were far scarier than the actual stories. Yes, I agree. But because they were very, they they had a gross out element of like spiders laying eggs in your eyeball sockets, eyeballs, yeah, 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 stuff like that. But they were very, um, very creepy. uh, uh, They were unnerving. The drawings were horrible. One of my favorite Halloween costumes is like lazy Halloween costumes is just tying a piece of green string around your neck. (laughs) Green um, uh, ribbon. That's the girl who had a piece of green ribbon around her neck. And this boy fell in love with her and she was like, okay, but never untie the ribbon. (laughs) And he was like, oh, okay. And they were, they lived their whole lives together and she was old and dying, and she was like, okay, I told you that one day I would tell you, and you were patient and loved me my whole life. And so she untied the ribbon, and her head fell off. Yep. <laughs> when you first described this, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? And then as you started the story, yep. I'm like, yep, I remember. It sticks with everyone. It sticks with everyone. And this, if this is your first time hearing it, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get out of here. Gummy Bears theme song coming your way. Best best song ever written. Yes, indeed. Fuck you, Mozart. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, we love you all. Thank you so much. We will see you very soon. You can uh, hit us up at our Patreon, which we love everyone who is able to donate at any level. Patreon.com slash 2G1P. Heart your faces and we'll see you next time. Bye. Dashing and daring, courageous and caring, faithful and friendly with stories to share. All through the forest they sing out in chorus, marching along as their song fills the air. Gummy bears bouncing here and there and everywhere. Along with the secret of gummy berry juice The legend is growing They take pride in knowing They'll fight for what's right in whatever they do